City Kickboxing absolutely does not want to move over to America at all. That should be made pretty clear. Our hand is kind of getting forced, uh, if you like, just being let down by the system, really. So, yeah, it's just something that we have to seriously consider. We've done a little bit more than seriously consider. Actually, we've we've reached out to a number of people who can help facilitate the move. So we're, we're moving on with it. Our preference and our number one priority is to stay, stay in New Zealand, for sure. That That's what we would like to do. What have the conversations been like uh, around around the MIQ and, and, and with the government and whoever's in charge of how you can get easy enough access back and forth through the country? Because this is not just a city kickboxing situation, is it? There are a number of individual athletes who find themselves in the same situation. So, Eugene, could you talk us through what's been said or what's been discussed or what you've tried to do in order to make it a slightly easier route for your fighters, which indeed would make it easier for individual sports people right across Aotearoa? We have continuously, you know, kind of had conversations over this uh, last couple of years, especially the last year, to try and at least get the conversation started around getting us out of the country more frequently. We've, we've had a brick wall every single time. You know, without getting too technical, basically they have this, what I think is a ridiculous criteria, but if you meet a certain number, so if your team is large enough and it represents New Zealand and it brings enough economic value to the country, but it consists of 30-plus people, then you are able to fit certain criteria to be able to get some dispensations. And obviously, a fight sport and a fight team doesn't come anywhere near 30, nor does a tennis team or a rowing team or a golf team. It's ridiculous to restrict people based on how many people are involved in that sport. Yet, if you've got a, you've got a sport that requires uh, you know, 30 players and 10 staff, they are able to fit the criteria and they get the dispensations. It's a um, funny sort of criteria to use, but those are the rules and those are the rules that have kind of stopped us from moving forward and stopped all New Zealand sportsmen and the smaller teams and small individual sports from being able to progress their career. And there's just been no movement on that either. There's been no improvement. There's been no attempt to improve it. You don't have a choice. You've been forced to kind of move from your own country to provide for your family. Do you think with yeah. Israel and, and what he said on his YouTube channel aided this situation at all? It was quite firebrand, which is what we expect from Israel. We know he just says what he thinks. He's very much hard on his sleeve and he, and he shoots from the lip. Do you think that was entirely helpful for your position, not only for city kickboxing, but for individual athletes themselves, Eugene? Yeah, to some degree, Darcy, like both Dim and Dan, you know, they haven't been the most accurate, but look, look at it for what it is, though. You're talking about two very young men, very passionate men who feel that they've done done their country justice. They've done, they've gone out there and represented their country. They're young, they're emotional. You know, Dan's just finished a fight. They want to let their opinion known, and they haven't been 100% accurate and concise in the way they've done that all the time, but Look at it for what it is. It's two young emotional guys that are just frustrated and have, you know, just hitting brick walls and hitting their head up against the wall. And it has been helpful. It's got us to this point. It's got the conversation going. It's got hopefully the important people are starting to raise an eyebrow. And you just never know when you get the conversation started like that. It's not just about us. We're using, for sure, we're using our platform to bring attention to this. But all individual sports all high-level individual sports and small team sports 
are getting treated, you know, unequal. They're not getting treated the same way as the bigger teams. And it's about helping them as well. But it's also about helping the greater New Zealand and bringing light to the whole MIQ system and its failure to cater to the New Zealand public. That's what it's about. There's, there's, there's bigger things going on here than just between us. We're just using our vehicle to help bring light to them. Israel said that he wouldn't fight in New Zealand again. That's how he's feeling right now. How much truth is behind that, do you believe? You know the guy better than probably most. Do you think he's dead serious about that? Are we likely or unlikely to see him fight again? And should he did, what kind of money are we talking about with a headline fight in New Zealand? How big is this for the economy, do you think, Eugene? Yeah, look, Darcy, you know, for as emotional as Israel is and, you know, he does wear his heart on his sleeve, he's also very, very smart. He knows how to bring attention to an issue. He knows how to create a headline. He knows how to draw people in. It's how he got where he got to today. So maybe there is some truth in it, um, I'm sure, but I know that's not a 100% fact. I know that I know Israel, but I also know how smart he is when it comes to these things. That is what it is. But look, one of the criteria that the government is saying that we don't meet is the financial eligibility criteria, which I fervently have to disagree with. We've had two big major stadium shows here. We have some of the highest per capita viewing rates of UFC events in the world. When one of the guys is fighting, the pubs, the pubs and clubs are filling up up and down the country. Families, people are getting around their TV. People are taking their kids to the gyms. They're signing up to the gyms. People are buying all the MMA equipment, the sports equipment. You know, although it's very hard to, it's it's not it's not as tangible as some of the things the All Blacks did. There's millions and millions of dollars being circulated around because of these guys' success. You can't say that we don't meet the financial eligibility criteria. We do a hell of a lot more than the 15 people that are coming going to come and watch the Netherlands play cricket. Well, what kind of money do you mean. think you're talking about, Eugene, when you look at a big fight? If, if Spark Arena was to be booked out for uh, a big UFC event, what kind of dollars are floating around for that For the that might drip out to the community? Tens of millions of dollars. Tens of millions of dollars, Darcy. I don't know if you were at the last event, but it was absolutely full. All the ho- All the surrounding hotels were full. All the pubs and clubs were full. Auckland for that weekend was a, it was a festive atmosphere. Everybody knew the fights were going on. Everybody everybody else was staging events, entertainment events around that event. It just goes on and on and on. It's not at the stage rugby is, but it's very very similar. You have your one big event down at Eden Park, and then you have all the surrounding events that come off it, and all the all the surrounding um, economic value that comes off that one big event. It's not any different on a slightly smaller scale. So it just yeah. You, doesn't get recognised at all for, for whatever reason. So scale-wise, people talk about how big, we'll, we'll take Israel for example, because he is uh, you know, an extraordinary uh, specimen who's won everything that's been put in front of him. Is, is he bigger than the All Blacks globally, do you think, Eugene? <laughs> 100%. I've been in the furthest corners of this planet where you don't expect anyone to recognise Israel, and he will be inundated with people coming up to them to the point where we have to form a barrier around him to kind of move, to get moving down the street. And this can be in the most obscure places in the middle of China that you've ever even heard of. And I just know that 
if you put uh, uh, an All Black, even some of the more popular ones in that same position, no one will know who they are. I mean, I'm using that as, I mean, that's this it, it, primitive um, comparison, if you like, but that's just what I'm using, you know, at this point. Like, uh, he's he's much bigger than the All Blacks on a global scale. Eugene, what's your timeline now? What's the time scale? What are we looking at? Because there'll be a lot of UFC fans out, a lot of other athletes very keen to see how this actually materialises. What, what are your steps between now and the possibility of moving out, if indeed you do? What has to happen over the next couple of months? What are your plans? First of all, we need to explore whereabouts we, we need to go, and, and America is a big place. And because it's broken up into states, each of those different states has a different tax system and different laws, so we have to be very aware of that. Everybody has to got visas. I've got approximately 10 athletes, because you got to remember there's there's uh, my UFC fighters, but I've got two fighters in Ray Seffel's PFL. I also have Junior Farr, who's primarily based out of America so you're looking at him possibly going as well all those athletes have to get visas and uh, visas in this particular uh, day and age aren't that you know that's not an easy process at the moment so they have to get their visas decide where we're going then we've got to look at accommodation and then we've got to look at a facility we need a facility our plan isn't to join another gym an established gym Our, our plan is to start our own gym logistically it's a nightmare there's a lot of decisions that have to be made but we've started making them uh, because we have to get this ball rolling we have to have this all set up and be in a comfortable place before next year so that when next year starts we're starting fresh we're not having to move everybody can fight and they're not subjected to any miq system starting from 2022 we can just roll into it and um carry on with these guys career so a lot to be done. Um, we're in the very preliminary stages of it, but um, we're at least we're moving in the right direction.